0: What's up everybody, I hope you are all doing okay, an explosive married to medicine trailer, an upcoming RHOA star divorce, and a messy apology from a messy boot to another messy one, it is your boy Messy Phil, and let's get into the hot topics of today. All right, you guys, so the first story is Miss Kenya Moore and Mark Daly are calling it quid once again, and it seems like the couple is ready to get a divorce finally. Um, It is just so funny to me that Kenya was the one saying that Portia, it's hard to take Portia seriously because she goes back and forth with Dennis so much, but you are going back and forth with your husband as well. And some people may argue that yes, he's fighting for his family and since they're married, they should be fighting for their family. Um, What does make you guys think that a family only starts and stops at a marriage? Portia has a family with Dennis as well. They have a child together. So what does kenya's relationship make it more valid than porsche's i'm not understanding that and i'm not trying to knock kenya but she keeps on getting this karma by talking about other people's relationship get out of other people's relationships that's all that's all we're asking for you to do so i hope it all is going to settle down nicely on the real of atlanta kenya was talking about mark and saying that apparently mark prohibits her from doing stuff with Brooklyn, from taking Brooklyn to appear in a um, haircare line commercial. Uh, I also feel like Mark may have been stopping Kenya from showing Brooklyn on the show since we haven't seen Brooklyn on the show this season. Get rid of that toxic man. Get rid of that texting man. And it's so funny that Kenya, you tried to save face for so long because at the reunion and all, you were always saying that Mark is trying to fight for his marriage. But in front of the camera, we see him do the exact opposite. So stop trying to save face. Admit your wrongs. Like Pasha said, accept your past. And move on. We wish you all the best for you and your family. Kenya Moore. Alright, for the next story, we have Randy Williams' messy brother, who is finally apologizing for his past behavior since the last few days and his apology is somewhat received and very shady to me. Because he starts by saying that he's going to take the high road, that he shouldn't be doing that. That's not what the uh, parents uh, would want. And granted, the words are not the problem. The way he says it is the problem. Are you apologizing or are you just trying to blame Wendy again for not being there and not taking the parents' consideration? Because Wendy is also to blame. Let's be real. The parents wouldn't want any of them to argue. If your brother talks, just don't talk back. I understand that you're human, but we wouldn't even have known had you not said anything on TV. So that's where you faulted Wendy. But for the brother, I'm need him to apologize completely and not put anything on the parents anymore. Because it started by saying you have... I don't know, I don't know how to explain it to me. It was very shady. You don't have to... Recess the past to apologize for the future so just apologize he did apologize so that's great just own everything that you did and hopefully you can learn from that to not be messy anymore unfortunately for Wendy he now has his views and he now has the intention that he was seeking for so it's easy for him to apologize now that we know him And I don't know if he's going to continue his YouTube channel and do something of that. But unfortunately for you, Wendy, he already is, I don't want to say established because it's far from that, but he already has gotten the attention that he was seeking for. So it's easy to apologize when you already have done the thing that you were looking for. How about you wouldn't have done it in the first place? But now that he's done it, he's apologized. And all we can do is move on. So for the next story, we have the real housewives... No, not the real housewives. What am I saying? We have Married to Medicine that is coming back with the bang, y'all. They're back for a brand new season um, on March 7th, I think. It's the season eight, and the women are back. Minus Mariah, minus Buffy. And Quad is demoted as a friend of the show. So... We have new a new woman, Dr. Kiran Saja's wife, Anila. And it seems like there will be a division between the, the doctors and the doctors' wives. Because in one scene, we see Toya and Anila and some past housewives who have come back. Lisa, Nicole, and the white chick that I never seem to remember her name, but she was on season one. So these are the doctor's wives. And on the other hand, I guess we will have the doctors. Even though some doctors might not be implicated as much. I feel like it's mostly the doctor's wives versus Heavenly. And they're talking, the doctor's wives are talking. And Toya is saying Heavenly thinks that she's smarter than us just because she's a doctor. And Anila responds, well, everybody can be a dentist. And I'm like, "Oh." Okay, so it's going down like that. Let's see it go down like that. We see that Toya has been snappy. She's been snappy at Quad there in each other's faces and telling you're full of shit, no, you're full of shit. We see that Toya has been snappy at Contessa because I think she was saying something slick. And Condesa was like, who the fuck you talking to? And she looks at her, the person I'm looking at. Oh. And we see that Anila and Toya seem to get at it at, uh, at some point. I don't know if they get at it, but Anila is saying something. And Toya is rolling her eyes. So this is said to be a fiery season. I hope it will give everything that Atlanta is unfortunately not giving us right now. And we have yet another cheating scandal seems to be because apparently contessa's husband is cheating on her or is alleged to have cheated on her she's at some point at a table at a restaurant table with none other than grizzella from real salvo potomac and i was just like what the fuck is this bitch doing here but contessa is talking about uh, men and she's talking about they're not cheating because of us They're cheating because of them. And we see Giselle saying amen to that. And I'm like, what you talking about? you paying or you having fake storylines to have your men on the show. How can it cheat on you when you're not really back together? And it's just a storyline and it's just fake for the show. So whatever, she wants to write with that. Let's let her write with that. And so, Merit Medicine is back, y'all, and it seems to... I will be reviewing that as well, and it seems to... It seems like it's bringing it, okay? It's bringing it, and they're not afraid to go in different directions. The thing with Merit Medicine is that they don't want to change too much because they already have a formula that's working. The group seems like a, an organic group that um, literally talks and interacts with each other and not just for the cameras, and... They have real beef, real constructive beef, and not fake ones, not stage ones. They have real problems that we could have in our lives, and we see a lot of ourselves onto them. That's why this group is working. So they don't want to change too much, but also they're not afraid to go in the different directions. We know that they got rid of Mariah because of alleged diva behavior. But Mariah was a good Addition to the show, Mariah was really entertaining. You can say a lot of things about Mariah. You cannot say that the bitch was not entertaining. So I'm not saying that the show cannot go on without her because it certainly has in the past. But I'm curious to see how what direction it will go on to. So next story we have Miss Courtney Kardashian who seems to be dating again. She's dating a musician/slash producer named Travis Barker. And, anyway, to each its own, if she's happy, I love it, if he's a type, I love it, at least it's age appropriate, let's just say that, because she's been dating, well, not she's been dating, but she has been dating Uh, 21 years old, not that she cannot do that, but she has had a tendency to date younger, so... Maybe she's tired of the younger pin and wants to go with the older one. He's 45 years old. I believe Courtney is 40 or 41. So maybe she's ready to get steady. And Because Courtney has always been the sister on the show that longs for a steady relationship. They've all been in steady relationships, in serious relationships. But Courtney has always been the one who... Cannot do the dating, we cannot do the hookups. She, she, she is made to be a girlfriend and to have a boyfriend. So maybe if she found that in that, we cannot do anything else but applaud her. So we hope it works, child. So next story, we have Safari and Erica Mena who were on the Love and Hip Hop, I guess it was the reunion, the virtual reunion. And Erica Mena was saying because, you know, they've had their child. And Erica and I was saying, the reason why Safari doesn't want me to be pregnant again is because he said that I got too fat. And, of course, everybody was shocked by that, and Safari was denying it, of course, but I totally see that, and I totally believe it. I don't think he meant to be hurtful, but sometimes you just have to think before you speak. So... I don't know how you think that you can say something like that and it's going to come off right. I just don't. And apparently he was putting himself in it too because he was saying that he also has gone too fat. So, okay, you have gone too fat, she's gone too fat, she's pregnant. So obviously, first of all, she's going to get fat. Now, depending on the pregnancy, it can be smooth or it can be a hell of a lot and the woman can gain a lot of weight, and what she doesn't need to hear is a man telling her that she's gotten too fat. I'm sorry, she just don't. So you need to do better. But apparently, Safari has taken this opportunity to, because he said that he doesn't want her to be pregnant anymore, but he didn't say that he didn't want to have any more children. So apparently, this opportunity has been taken to have a surrogate. Hey, if they have the money to afford it, and that's the route they want to take, who am I to tell them that they can take it? But there's maybe a better way of saying this and of starting the subject other than saying that you've gotten too fat while you were pregnant. For the next story, we have Miss Cardi B who was addressing some haters because she has gotten some backlash. Actually, she's gotten some of the repercussion of another person's backlash, so that's what's funny. Uh, Y'all know Dani Leigh was getting backlash because she did a song called Yellow Bones while not even being yellow herself, not even being light-skinned herself because she's a white-presenting Latina. And now people were dragging Cardi B into it and saying that Cardi has never claimed her black side. So Cardi took it to social media to show some receipts of her past to show her aunts a family that is very much black to show how she was on the cover of a black magazine to show that she's always owned her blackness and on one hand I'm like you go girl on the other I'm like whose business is this at some point Cardi I mean if this doesn't bother you it doesn't bother you but you don't have to address everything that's said on social media because also you extend the lifespan of every story by addressing it That's uh, something I heard, I don't know where, but it's very true. If there is a story out, it will never die if you keep on talking about it. Because obviously you fuel it. And then the press takes it, the blogs pick up on it, and it becomes a new story again and again. But if you stop talking about it, eventually the story will die down. I think Cardi just has to learn how to pick up battles, and how to, even if it's not true, sometimes let the story die down. I understand that people were coming at you, and that you didn't start this, and that you had nothing to do with this, but unfortunately, you are a public figure now, so you're going to have to deal with people coming at you, and haters coming your way. Are you going to address everything, or are you going to be able to breathe and not address some stuff from time to time? So next story, we have Miss Karen Yuga who's taking shots at Giselle. So I should say what Giselle said first because um, I was was watching a video of a YouTuber called DJ Richie Sky who explained what had happened. What happened is that Giselle was being interviewed by this blogger and this blogger asked um, what was the situation with Karen and Giselle said that Karen at the reunion had blasted her dress, and uh, obviously, that didn't air because they didn't want to show her dress. And she's saying basically that Giselle, that Karen is a stalker. So we have Miss Karen responding, saying, You wish you were important enough for me to drive by yours. I wish I would waste my good gas on such a non adventure. Girl, you need to lay off the wine. Your concern should be Is Jamal coming by? Not me jamal please come get your girl can we say delusional and that tweet let me tell you first off i saw that tweet before seeing what giselle had said so i didn't even know why karen was saying that i just assumed that it was because of something that giselle had had done on the show and i was like yeah giselle deserves it to me giselle is so um vile and nasty that she deserves everything that is coming away from Karen. That's just my opinion. And now that I see what she said, she definitely deserved it. She's saying that Karen blasted her dress. That's he said she said at this point because we didn't see that on the show. But my thought is if she blasted your dress, there was a way to see that Karen blasted your dress without us knowing your dress. Wouldn't they have aired that and? just blip the part when, where Karen is saying your address, and we would know that she's saying your address, but we wouldn't be able to hear the actual address. So, I don't know. I don't want to call her a liar, but I'm not calling her too truthful either, okay? Oh. But whatever it is, it's definitely coming your way, Giselle. You better be ready. And I hope you're not going to drag another fake storyline because we busted your ass now months ago. So you need to find something fresh and find something new. And maybe Karen is helping you out by keeping you relevant. Karen is helping you out by keeping you out there in the blogs and basically find a beef with you because these shows are made up from drama and she's finding you some drama and some storyline for your ass. So you should be grateful and you should give part of your money to Karen. For the next story, this is so ridiculous that I can't believe that I'm saying this, but Mr. Mark Daly, Mr. Mark No Good Daly, Mr. Mark Bomas Daly, is apparently having a reality show in the work, in the making, with a producer. And apparently his reality show will be about his restaurant and him trying to find love. And apparently there will be a guest star on the show. And I'm like, fine, love, you're not even divorced yet like that. So, I don't know, can't you wait at least a good old six months? But, I don't know, I'm not trying to tell people when or when not they should date. But it's definitely sketchy. And the most sketchy part is that Mr. Mark Daly wasn't too accustomed to the cameras when he was on Russell of Atlanta. He hated the cameras. Every time the cameras were there, he was so nasty. And the last time we saw him, he was cussing at the cameraman and saying that they had to stop filming all the way together. And the day after that, he filed for divorce against Kenya Moore. So, I'm not understanding how now you go from that and hating the cameras to uh, wanting a reality show of your own. Also, you just hated the cameras with Kenya there, right? That's what you hated. You hated filming with Kenya. And by that, I can just conclude that he hated Kenya. He didn't really like Kenya. His All demeanor on the show was just so distasteful towards Kenya. And you could see that there was no spark there. You could see that there was no attention and love and caring for each other there. You could just see it. They did not have one cute scene. They did not have not one cute scene. So, you hated Kenya, you hated Duracell Atlanta, but you loved the attention still. Okay, so let's see who watches your show. And for the last story, we have Tiny with Tia's wife, who... Her ex-best friend Sabrina Peterson is pointing out there that apparently Tiny, Tiny and T.I. have had over a hundred sexual misconducts with sex workers. So basically what she's saying is that they would bring back strippers to their place to have sex with them but in the midst of it they would drug the strippers. They would have full-blown orgies. That's not a problem, but the problem is that they would drug them, and sometimes, apparently, the bodyguard or the help... I-, I don't know what exactly he was doing, but he would get in on the phone while they didn't even know, because they were drugged. They thought they were there to sleep with T.I. and maybe Tiny, and they would get their vagina bust wide open for the bodyguard. So that's called rape. And... Obviously, not a lot of celebrities are talking about this because T.I. and Tiny, from what I understand, are the king and the queen of Atlanta. So nobody wants to be on the bad side. There's only this YouTuber, Funkin Dineva who's talked about it and who's stated his raw opinion. I see that the, the other YouTuber that I follow Lovely, T has talked about it, but I haven't watched a video yet. And it's just distasteful. If this is true, it's just distasteful. A lot of women have come forward and have put on Twitter that the, the allegations are true, that they are victims of the couple, that apparently Tiny would be the most reckless one. TI wouldn't even be talking like that, but Tiny would be the one um, trashing the girls out and talking reckless to her and talking any kind of way. And they will feel very uncomfortable. Right from the start, when you enter the house, apparently you offer drugs. And if you don't take them, Tiny would cuss you out and basically you would be shamed for it. So what the fuck? To me, it's not very far-fetched. The story is not very far-fetched. It's just sad, but not very far-fetched. Because we already know that they have something going on, but we, I guess, all thought that it was legal, but it seems to be illegal. And also, I want to say, many people, like Shokana, who is Tiny's friend as well, um, are saying, yeah, th- uh, Sabrina Peterson, why are you talking about this now? Why are you writing your ex-friend out? And I'm like, um, hold on. I know that they are, when you fall out with a friend, you don't spill their secrets. But to me, if it's secrets that are... Illegal, something that is illegal, you have the right to tell. Like, we're not just talking about who slept with who, uh, we're talking about who drugged who, and that's becoming legal, and that's becoming an issue. You wouldn't want anybody protecting Tiny and TI over your sister or your mother, right? But you want them to protect, you want Sabrina to protect them over a person you don't know. Make it make sense. Every time there is a story, just put yourself in the victim's shoes. Imagine what the victim is feeling. And maybe you can have a little more compassion for it. Alright you guys, so that's it for the hot topics of the week. I hope you all liked it. Don't forget to share it with your friends. Don't forget to follow me on Instagram, which is da da underscore messy underscore life. Have a great week and I will see you next time.